there was infidelity, uh, just a lot of financial issues, you know, all those things that make the top list of of why a marriage is hard. Welcome to the Walk in Truth Minisode, A Step Closer, where Pastor Michael Lance and others on the Walk in Truth team discuss topics and questions about life from a Christian perspective. You'll also get a chance to get to know the team. Now, let's get into today's topic. Hey everybody, this is Pastor Michael. This is A Step Closer, where we dive more into a topic that we've been airing on the radio program and podcast for Walk in Truth. And I have a group with us today that's going to help us dive into this topic, hopefully, (laughs) as we look at the Song of Solomon and we look at intimacy in marriage. And you guys, when we we did this uh, series in church where we taught verse by verse through it, we called it an invitation to intimacy. And thank you, ladies, for joining Pastor Shane and I. Pastor Shane and I had the, uh, the opportunity, the privilege to teach the book, but we thought we'd talk a little bit. And, and be as, um, we want to give a biblical perspective, but we also want to be as transparent as we can be to try to help everybody bring the cookies down on the bottom shelf, so to speak. So to my right is April Nguyen. April, welcome. Thank you. We're glad you're here with a step closer. So, um, I thought it'd be good if everybody just said how long you've been married and maybe when you got married, were you a, a Christian or were you married as a non-Christian? We'll start with April. Yeah, so I'm April Wynn. My husband is Kim Nguyen. And we've been married for 24 years, come this July. And we were not Christian when we got married. So when you when you um, first began to hear the gospel, how far into your marriage were you? We were at about the eight-year mark when we started to figure out who Jesus was, what our roles were as a husband and wife. So I would say it was about eight years into our marriage. So, so almost like a third of your marriage, at least so far, because you've been yeah. married, you said 24 years? Yeah. So that that's interesting. Brenda and I um, were married in 1990, and so we just celebrated 33 years of marriage. Mm-hmm. We were also non-Christians when we got married. And uh, I'll, I'll say this publicly, we were living together at the time. We didn't really, we weren't living by God's standards, that's for sure. And so when we ended up at a church in Orange, we were being exposed to truth and we were learning what it meant. And we even went through some premarital counseling. I don't recall us ever being told not to live together, mm. um, which in retrospect would have been a good thing, I think. So, so Lurie, you're with us. This Lurie Bondi. She's the leader of our women's ministry, co-leading our women's ministry with Shannon. And uh, so how many years of marriage for you guys? 52 years. Wow. Yes. 52. We married as high school, or we were high school sweethearts. That's awesome. Yeah, and you, not Christians. Not Christians. No. So how long before you guys gave your lives to Christ? Ten long, hard years. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It, that drove me to Christ. Really? And then Jim followed just a few months later. Okay, so you got saved first, and then your hubby Jim yes. became a believer. Yes. When you when you describe them as ten hard years, were they hard because you just didn't know the Lord, or was it a combination of things? 
Um, I think uh, a combination of things. There was um, some past hurts and not good examples of what a marriage should look like from my husband's side of the family. And uh, there was infidelity, uh, just a lot of financial issues, you know, all those things that make the top list of, of yes. why a marriage is hard. Now, to my left is Pastor Shane Lance, my oldest son. And Shane, you, you taught one of the messages, I think, at least one of them in the yeah. uh, mm -hmm. teaching on the Song of Solomon. You are married to your beautiful bride, Natalie. How many years now for you guys? We're about to hit six years. About to hit six years, yeah. and you're almost 30. Yeah. So you're, I think you, there's a good representation of different ages here and lengths of marriage. So for you and Natalie, you have a beautiful daughter, my granddaughter, Melody. <laughs> yeah. Another one on the way soon. Congratulations, son. Thank you. And, uh, Mom and I are happy to get more and more grandchildren. So yeah. whatever you want to do there, but um, <laughs> you want to pay for them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now I know I had the privilege of doing your wedding, and you were both believers. But anything that you would say about di different from us, right? You you were both committed to the Lord, and sure. what did that look like for you guys? I mean, um, yeah, we were both believers uh, when we started dating. Uh, actually, we met. We, we actually met many years before um, when we were both in high school, but we were both dating people at the time. And, uh, you know, uh, my wife has a more, uh, uh, what would be the right word, um, a more interesting testimony than I do. <laughs> so <laughs> a good way to put it. She, uh, she did her own thing for a while in high school and um, kind of had her rebellious stage. And she... And, and I was dating somebody at the time, you know, for a while. And then I went off to school and I was single for, uh, I think, I think about five years. Um, I, I went on dates here and there, but, um, at that point in my life, I had pretty much already decided that I wanted to be in ministry. Uh, I was going to school to study theology and I kind of knew at least the short-term trajectory of my life getting into ministry and stuff. So, um, we met because we were serving in a ministry together at the church. So she kind of mm -hmm. found her way back at church. She You're went, making us all look bad. Yeah. Right? <laughs> serving in a ministry. Yeah. So, um, but by no means was our, or is our relationship perfect. Uh, in fact, when uh, my wife, Natalie and I were, were engaged, we actually fought a lot. Um, it was a very stressful time. There was a lot of things that were kind of crumbling around us um, with different, you know, family drama and things that were going on with, you know, friends and stuff. And, um, I think just being a young couple trying to remain pure, um, being watched very closely as a pastor's kid. And that was a very uh, eye opening experience and still is <laughs> eye opening for my wife, how closely people watch. Uh, we do, we do definitely live in a bit of a fishbowl. There's a lot of people that observe our life and relationship. So, um, those were all like some peripheral factors that were playing mm -hmm. into some of the stress mm -hmm. on our relationship. But we met, long story short, um, serving in ministry together. So she kind of found her way back into church, and yeah. uh, that's how we met. So one thing <clears throat> I, I think that's important to say is you grew up as a preacher's kid. Um, I Your birth kind of marks my getting serious with the Lord. So mm -hmm. for me, you know... Um, Obviously, I, I love you incredibly, but um, you're, you coming into this world really marked the beginning of my 
serious walk with the Lord. So I think I, I as a dad, tried to instill in you purity, yeah, um, guarding um, yourself, uh, taking care of and protecting your future bride mm-hmm. while you're engaged, going to her father and asking permission and stuff like that. But those were things that I really learned after I'd become a Christian. I didn't have the example growing up. Um, <clears throat> and even as I can recollect uh, in the church that we were part of, wasn't really directly confronted about, you know, the sin in my life. Although in, in, in other ways I was, I was feeling conviction over sin. So I think three of the four of us would say we didn't necessarily start off on the right foundation. You guys did, but it's still not easy no. to, to stay pure. I don't, I, it's easier, I suppose, in some aspects, but uh, the, yeah, the notion in, in any context that if you're a Christian, this is just going to be easier is really just not, not valid. I mean, I think that there's obviously a super, uh, there's a spiritual aspect to that where like you have a peace from God that surpasses understanding as Mm -hmm. scripture says and things like that. But I mean, uh, some of the, just the real life stuff, you're still two imperfect people trying to make a union work Mm -hmm. and the challenges are going to be there. Um, you know, but, but when you're both, independently individually surrendered to Christ it can make a world of a difference well and i think that you guys show that it's doable cuz the culture would almost say it's not it's not doable just give them condoms they're going to have sex anyway whatever they might say but I, but i think with a commitment to Christ even though you know it can be hard to do the right thing it it is doable and that's something that i think um our our listening family needs to know but i, I so we've kind of laid the groundwork of introducing ourselves to you and and our background. Um, On the next segment, we're going to talk about what it means to do things not God's way uh, and the impact that it's had on especially us three. And I think that might be helpful. Maybe it would be, you know, an exhortation to our listening family about, you know, and even if you didn't do it God's way, how, how we've all got a redemption story. And then we can lead into, you know, a little bit more on the Song of Solomon. So we're going to see you right here next time for part two on A Step Closer as we look at an invitation to intimacy from the Song of Solomon. We'll see you here next time. Thanks for listening to A Step Closer. Let us know your thoughts on today's topic. You can email us at contact at walkintruth.com. You can also let us know a topic or question you'd like us to answer and discuss. Again, email us at contact at walkintruth.com.